following program is brought to you in living color on A-E-E-N. Hello, young swim-cast citizens. Space Ghost here, uh, a.k.a. George Lowe, inviting you in for all of the creamy, enjoyable listening goodness. Let's ladle some up right now, shall we? It's that time again. That's right. Another long journey with your friends John Jay and Trish. And Trish. Yeah, that's my name. And yeah, that's my name. And maybe we'll have a guest appearance from Isis. I'm Bane. Strawberries are an excellent source of fiber. We'll bring us strawberries. Yes, this this is the Swimcast brought to you in part by AdultSwimCentral.com as well as the podcasting network ACPN. Go to theacpn.com for all your podcasting needs. Off the Beltway. Um, so I know we promised you guys we'd be back sooner than this, but things happen. Life gets in the way. Life life happens. Things happen. Shit happens. Fortunately, there's always Adult Swim, so if you guys get bored, you can go turn on the Cartoon Network Adult Swim channel and watch your favorite shows, whatever they may be. What's on these days? We have no idea. Boondocks. Boondocks. That's exactly what's on. And check it out with Dr. Steve Brule just ended its third season. That's right. Robot Chicken started back up again. On its millionth season. Its million kajillion. And everyone's favorite Loiter Squad is coming back next month. Oh, good. Get to see Black Ass again. Um, If you do have questions for us, uh, we did ask people... Uh, as we recorded this to send in questions so maybe we'll get them as we speak and we'll talk about them as well because we really don't have too much to talk about because unfortunately neither Trish or myself have been up on Adult Swim I mean up on Adult Swim news but not so much the ser- this shows itself unfortunately yeah having to get up at 7am makes it really hard to watch Adult Swim because all they show at the beginning is the Family Guy jerk-off hour. And now it's worse because it's not just Family Guy. It's it's the Seth MacFarlane jerk-off hour. Yes, the big circle jerk that is every single show Seth MacFarlane made. Yeah. Except mean, for Cosmos. They don't have Cosmos playing yet. So that'll be the next one. Yeah. I, I can Plus King of the Hill. Yeah, King of the Hill is okay, but that's on from 8 to 9 now, so no one really knows it's on. And the monster you're hearing in the background of this episode is brought to you by Isis. She's saying, can we go outside, please? Please, Mama? Mama? No, we cannot go outside. I'm looking at the lineup right now because, as everyone knows by now, that uh, Adult Swim expanded their programming one hour, so it starts at 8 now. Uh, so at 8, we have t- a one-hour block of King of the Hill. We have a one-hour block of Cleveland Show, a one-hour block of American Dad, a one-hour block of Family Guy, followed by a 30-minute block of Robot Chicken and the ever-classic Aqua Teen Squidbilly Sandwich. And then it starts all over again. And then sometimes at 4 o'clock, you get other shows like 
Right now they're airing The Heart She Holler at 4am And Xavier Renegade Angel Both PFR shows which are pretty cool Pretty weird but pretty cool And mm-hmm. then it all ends at 6 o'clock And by 6 by, by the time the sun comes up And Dracula's in bed You get Looney Tunes Not the classic Looney Tunes though The uh, remake that they came out with A couple of years ago Where the characters don't look anything like they did I kind of like the remake. Kristen Wiig was good as Lola. Kristen Wiig. Bridesmaids. I didn't see Bridesmaids. What? I know. All right. Well, speaking of Bridesmaids, uh, not really. Uh, I should mention Children's Hospital was just announced that they're picking that up for a fifth season. No surprise there. I mean, why would you not pick up a show that has won you so many Emmy Awards for short... I forget what the the award is actually called, but it's pretty much the most ridiculous uh, category I've ever heard of with the most ridiculous uh, nominees besides Children's Hospital. It was like webisode. <laughs> it was like Daily Show webisodes, Office webisodes, and Children's Hospital. not saying that Children's Hospital doesn't deserve an Emmy. I mean, personally, I think NTSF deserves an Emmy. But that's just me. Speaking of uh, live-action shows, I did happen to watch... Uh, oh, I'm going to screw up the name. Dinner. It's Dinner with Friends starring Brett Gelman and Friends. Which is Brett Gelman from Eagle Heart. He's also appeared on different shows that you may or may not have watched comedian and he had some of his friends on one of them happened to be Gilbert Gottfried which is pretty funny and how's his career going since he got fired from Affleck um I guess it's been going good that's good I always liked him. Yeah. He does get killed in the episode, I should mention that. Oh. Oh, we actually have a guest. Finally. <laughs> maybe we can pick maybe we can finally pick up this uh Oh my god, we haven't uh watched Hi. I screwed up. I was put on hold. I know. This this feels like season two swimcast now. Okay. And we have a guest coming in. Hello, guest. You are on the swimcast. Welcome. Oh, am I live then? Uh, you're live as in recording live. All right. Sounds good. Caller, who are you? Hi, my name is Jose Argumento. I'm the host and producer of the Toonami Faithful podcast. Hey, how about that? Hey. A real podcaster. And and Toonami's on Adult Swim, so this is totally relevant. Yeah, we were Trish and I were just discussing how much we have not watched Adult Swim in the last <laughs> couple of months. Yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. Well, it's 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 very hard to keep up with everything because there's just all of it's at night and you know, to catch up with on demand, you're so busy with your life. So I, I totally get where you guys are coming from. I'm not even totally 100% caught up on Toonami. So mm. now here's one for you. What about Space Dandy? We watched that for the first time this past Saturday, and it was about all the characters becoming zombies. Yep, that's a rerun, and uh, it's actually one of the more popular episodes. Um, we've been covering, like, Space Dandy up until its season finale, we were covering very closely. Uh, on our podcast, we had a lot of um, recaps before the show came out. We knew before it was even coming. Um, we actually collaborated with you guys to bring you an interview with um, Shinichiro Watanabe, the director, which you can find on Adult Swim Central. Right. Now, Jose, tell us a bit more about Toonami Faithful uh, podcast and internet website for those sure. who may not know at home. Um, well, uh, our website's tsunamifaithful.com. We are a 
uh, Toonami news source, and we pride ourselves uh, with giving you the best in Toonami coverage, as well as the best in Toonami content with our Toonami Faithful podcast. Uh, we do a lot of um, interviews. We're doing a lot of video stuff as well. We do a lot of stuff with, like, we actually teamed up with you guys because we weren't eligible, but we teamed up with Adult Swim Central <laughs> to uh, cover Oticon. Mm. And it was a wonderful partnership. We have a wonderful partnership to this day. Uh, you guys have our Toonami Central page, which is powered by our page. Right. Te- technically, it's just a backdoor for Toonami Faithful. <laughs> which, because I was going to make a Toonami Central eventually, but it never came to fruition. And then yeah. you guys were like, hey. Hey, we'll do it. Why not? Do it. But I think it's been a very fruitful partnership. I've written a couple of articles on the Adult Swim Central site as well. Very few. Um, but I- I've written here and there. Um, and this is my first time on Swimcast. I'm very excited. We've had you on our show. Yeah, I was on once. Yep. Dan- Daniel was on last time. All he did was laugh. <laughs> he does that. Yeah. Um, but about Space Dandy, I, what, what else do, would you guys like me to say about it other than it's awesome, you should be watching? Well, my husband is not an anime fan at all, and he loved it. So, it's- and then... Then we found out that it was from the Bebop people, and so we were like, of course, that's why it's so good. Yeah, and I feel like Space Dandy does fit in with Adult Swim. Like, if it wasn't on Toonami, it would just fit in with Adult Swim and anywhere in its lineup. I think, like, mm-hmm. a, a Rick and Morty Space Dandy Power Hour would be like... Oh, my God. Yeah, that would that would make total sense. I would watch both those shows. Yeah, it's it's that kind of show where anybody can just kind of get into it. I have a lot of friends who are not anime fans, and not necessarily watch Toonami and they're watching Space Dandy because it's just a show that anybody can get into. Because the, the big problem I find with a lot of anime uh, on Toonami is that if you miss one week, you're out. You know, you can't, uh, you can't really, you know, understand what's going on. You have to make sure you keep up with every single episode. Space Dandy has no strict continuity. So it's like kind of like Futurama or Rick and Morty or any of these sci-fi comedies. And you can just jump in at any point and have a great time. Yeah, I tried that with the when they started running the uh, Tenchi Muyo Galaxy Police, but nope, I, I, that is that is not a funny show. <laughs> it was not what I was expecting. I was expecting Tenchi Muyo, like I remember it back in the original Toonami lineup. Was, uh yeah, yeah. It's it was that one was directed by Shinichi Watanabe, different Watanabe, um, and he he's usually very funny. He's usually very funny, but um, not this time around. I, he he doesn't even like that show himself. Yikes! Uh, the other thing that uh, the big news that broke uh, recently, Attack on Titan. I'm hearing a lot about Attack on Titan is another one I'm actually introducing to a lot of non-anime fans because I, I I like to introduce stuff to non-anime fans, and I think it's really good if you like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead hmm. or any of these shows where nobody is safe. Uh, you'll you'll probably get into it. It hmm. starts this Saturday, which is tomorrow as of this recording. Hmm. Uh, and the other big tsunami news is Dragon Ball Z is coming back for one night on uh, on uh, May twenty fourth. Well, and I saw something about that. They're airing one of the movies. They're airing Cooler's Revenge, which is movie five. Oh wow! And um, we're you know the whole Twitter community is going to react the way they're going to react. You're gonna be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Oh, this is the worst thing ever because. That's just the Toonami community on Twitter, in a nutshell. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it coming about. And, um, and of course, that same day, Toonami's panel at Momocon is going to be happening, and we're going to be covering that um, yeah. on our website. I'm, I'm really disappointed I was supposed to uh, appear at the convention, but uh, my plans uh, to have panels there fell through, so unfortunately uh. I will not be attending. It sucks because, you know, I was going to go to Dragon Con last year and you guys were there oh, and well, we're, I couldn't we're always, go. <laughs> we're always a Dragon Con. De- definitely be a Dragon Con this year. Yeah. Hopefully we can make that happen. Yeah. Well, there's no more pedophiles involved, so. Yeah. I don't, Yay! I don't, I don't think there's any excuses for anyone not to go at this point, except for, like, I'm homeless. Yeah. Well, you could hang out in the ho- you can hang out in the hallways. Probably nobody will notice. If you're in cosplay, they'll never check your badge. Mm. I think they, the laws have gotten a little bit tighter out there, though. Uh, probably. No, no, definitely. I, they, I'm, I, I'm, I'm exaggerating a bit, obviously. 
I, I'm just referring to like all the all the cosplayers who are always in the hallways and conventions and don't seem to do anything. Right. Which you know, if that's your thing, cool. I don't know why you would come to a convention to do that, but all right. Mm. There's other things to go do. There's games to play, and there's uh, hentai to be dubbed. There's you know panels to go to stuff. Just I don't I don't yeah I I don't understand the hanging out in the hallways, and I see tons of kids doing it. I don't get it. Maybe that's gonna be maybe that's gonna be like an event eventually, just hanging out in the hallways. Like fill up the entire schedule, hanging out in the hallway, hallway. <laughs> the problem with it though is always everybody hangs out in the hallway where like the most congestion takes place. Mm. So it's like, hey, we're trying to get to the escalator. Nope, not today. And then you got the the douchey, uh, like hallway guard, hallway monitor. You're blocking the hallway. The fireman's gonna come in and tell us all to leave. And then you also got the. <laughs> this is kind of bad, but I I hate when people like stop in the middle of the walkway to like take someone's picture. Mm. It's like I don't I don't mind taking somebody's picture. I'm guilty of it, but it's like. Don't stop on the walkway. Pull the person aside if you can. The worst is Dragon Con, uh, Jose. Or I know Trish hasn't, but uh, I don't know if you've been to the Atlanta area. They basically the hotels that they're ho- hosted in Dragon Con. Yeah. They connect. They have tunnels, so you don't even really have to go outside. Yeah, MomoCon's the same. I think in the exact same place yes, in the yes. Hilton Atlanta and now the Marriott, which is connected. Right. right. Those are those are two of the. F- five I think now or six hotels that Dragon Con is and uh, like I said basically you don't have to leave the like you don't have to hit the ground you don't have to go outside and run into vagrants or anything so people tend to stop in the in those things to take pictures and I think they've enforced that you're really not supposed to yeah because that that, that little walkway is kind of cramped that's where everybody. That's where you spend. I feel like most of your time when you're trying to get somewhere. And that's where security hangs out too. Because now what they do is they, if you pass from one hotel to another, you have to have either a badge or a hotel key on you. Yep. It is dangerous. Well, I mean, I I, I don't want to say anything bad about Atlanta. I love Atlanta to death. But Atlanta's yeah, I mean, Atlanta's. Pre- I, I've never felt like threatened in Atlanta, but I can see the worry. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, outside of conventions, I've hung out in Atlanta. I've actually went to uh, the Techwood Building and Ooh. the CN and the CNN Center, and of course William Street. So oh, I've been to all been those. To William Street. Oh, I know. I'm so special. Oh, no, I've been there like seven times. No, I know it's not that special. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there twice now, and it's pretty cool. But it's like, all right, I, I just want to go see people I know. It's not really to hang out at the building anymore. Yeah, that, that's really the the thing that I feel about it too. It's like. Because like the last few years, Adult Swim really hasn't had a had a, an appearance at Dragon Con. I'm speculating mainly because of the pedophile dude who ran it. But um, I said, you know, I'm I'm coming all this way. I'd like to, you know, at least say hello to you know like people like Dave Willis and Dana Swanson and you know all the cool people that I know uh, who uh, appreciate the work at Central. Yeah, you know, it's it's wonderful. They um. They're really nice. They give you the little tour the first time, and then after that, I've never gotten the tour again. It's just like, oh, hey, let's go talk. All right, cool. Yeah. Because that's fine. It hasn't changed since the last time I was there. Yeah, nothing really changes. And this year was cool, too, because uh, I managed to uh, get some freebies for the panels, and they were kind enough to leave them for me at Swim. Cool. So who knows what will happen at this year's Dragon Con. I know I, I have thoughts, but nothing substantial yet. Well, I remember, I think it was not last year, but the year before. Uh, Toonami actually was going to have their first panel there. We couldn't cover it, but they were going to have their first panel. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Con actually turned them away. Mm-hmm. Like, Chad Bonin, the guy who's running the current Toonami panel at Momocon has a really good relationship. He lives in Atlanta, and he has a really good relationship with the Toonami folks and, of course, us at Toonami Faithful. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to organize a, a panel at DragonCon with the actual Toonami people, and they were they were actually at DragonCon. They were in the building, and they got turned away by the, by the staff. Mm. So uh, I, think, I think after that experience, I don't think Adult Swim... Well, maybe I shouldn't speak for the entire company, but maybe not Toonami. I don't think Toonami is going to come back, and they're just going to make Momocon their home. 
Well, the the thing is, and not too many people know this, the people who run the animation track at Dragon Con are the same people who run Momocon. Right. So whenever, uh, basically, Dragon Con's loss is Momocon's gain. So if they turn something down, like, I, I guess I can talk about it, and it's not anything that's uh, candid or not. I'm not supposed to. I was trying to get the super. I've been trying to get the super gel guys for Dragon Con. Right. Because Christy Caracas said a couple of years ago on Twitter, he was like, "Why am Why am I not invited to Dragon Con?" Uh, the The year he said that, I think Super Jail's uh, second season, I think, had just come out or third season, was like just coming out like weeks later after Dragon Con. So it would have been like the perfect opportunity to have them, you know, in and you know have a panel and stuff like that. And I promised him from there that I would try and get him for last year. And nothing happened. So then Momocon was nice enough to say, "Hey, we'll uh, con- you know give us your contacts and whatnot, and we'll try and uh, see if we can wrangle them up." But unfortunately, they're busy writing season four right now, so they won't be able to attend. No, that's a shame. The more Delta Swim people we see, we always are excited because we've we've met the entire Tsunami staff at this point. Like oh, cool. even the people who haven't been on camera, we've met them. Except one person in on the West Coast and one person um, who is new to to Toonami. So we, we've met all of them, and hopefully we meet the new guy uh, this year. That would be nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're all nice guys, and uh, obviously they're all they all do Adult Swim stuff as well. They're all you know doing Toonami in their free time. Adult Swim is their main priority. Yeah, that's cool. Especially the fact that they that they you know resurrected Toonami in the Adult Swim block because for the longest time the Adult Swim action block was kind of failing. I mean, I'm just gonna randomly speculate here, but it kind of seemed like nobody really cared that much about Adult Swim action. Like, yeah, they they cared, but like they didn't want to put any money or any time airtime into like advertising it the only time i ever saw advertisements for adult swim action was during adult swim action mm. well so, most, most of the commercials adult swim airs are usually during adult swim it's it's very rare i mean even with their dvd releases the only time you see a commercial for the dvds are on adult swim right but but especially for action action was just like nope we're not going to advertise it at all in uh anywhere else on adult swim and adult swim you know is big old 18 to 34 demographic that you know these shows would appeal to they're only advertising during the shows they're trying to get people to watch so it didn't it didn't make sense to me and now Toonami you actually see it during the weekdays which fine you know keep Toonami on Saturdays I don't I'm not one of those big guys who's like Toonami needs to come back on weekdays I'm fine with Saturday nights there's way too much adult swim content right now Mm, even though uh, as Trish and I were mentioning before you came on uh they just run the crap out of all the Fox stuff from 8 to 11 now. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, it brings in the numbers. I, I suppose, you know, it's it's a moneymaker for them. It's their bread and butter, so let let it lead in. They got enough room now. Well, I assume, like, Boondocks and, and Black Dynamite and especially Rick and Morty are probably going to start picking up that slack because they're trying to produce more of those shows from what I hear. Yeah. Now, did Rick and Morty get a second season? Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God! Yeah, Rick and Morty got a second season. We should we should talk about some of the shows that have. Let's gone. talk about some Rick and Morty for a minute here, because when I saw that pilot, and Rick's is always like, "You gotta, you, you gotta lick my balls, well, Morty." That wasn't really the pilot. <laughs> the only the only way it's gonna happen is you gotta you gotta lick my balls. I I couldn't watch it. I was li- I was like I can't deal with this pedophilia and this incest and ah okay. oh, no 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 no. Well, right. Doc and Marty aren't related, so it's not incest. Mm. Rick and Morty are. <laughs> Rick yeah, and Morty are. But, but Trish, that was not Rick and Morty. That was Doc and Marty. That was a predecessor to Rick and Morty. Oh okay. Well, anyway, it was if very you, upsetting. If you watched the the interview I did with Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon at New York Comic Con, which is very good, and I showed my girlfriend recently, and she loved it. Uh, <laughs> Um, you would know that uh, he said it was, you know, it was basically something he did on the off off time that he he had done uh, House of Cosby's, which was a funny show. That I got. loved House of Cosby's. We all did. We used to quote it all the time on the show. 
Yeah, Rudy. Rudy. I like to explore. I'm Curiosity Cosby. <laughs> so, um, he got, he did that show. He he got a lawsuit from Cosby's people. He stopped doing it, and they said, "How can I uh, try and get another lawsuit?" So he ripped off uh, Doc and Marty from Back to the Future. Still, though, the, the pedophilia was like I, I couldn't do it. But like Jose just said, it's not really pedophilia because they're not really related. No, 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 incest. Oh, incest. Yeah, incest. I don't know. Isn't it the same thing? No. <laughs> I've John. never, I've never done either one, so I don't know. Good. <laughs> All right. Well. Congratulations. I'll... The FBI is not after you now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take your ignorance as a good sign for that. Mm. Then. Um, no pedophilia is adults who want to have sexual relations with children. Just half the anime community. I'm going to get burned for that one later on my Twitter account if anybody hears this. <laughs> no, one, no one's going to hear it. No one oh, okay, good. No one listens to this. This is just a show that we do to just say, hey, we did it. We did 140, I don't even remember how many episodes this show is. We haven't even, well, you guys are on 152 last I checked. So, so this will so be this is probably 153. No, I think this is 152. Oh, you're you know what? You're no, because I think I made 152 the special commentary episode that I never added to the lineup. <laughs> okay, so 153. Then your iTunes feed is misleading to me then. Um we love we're it. we're we're not even we're not even close right now. I mean, we're getting kind of close. We're on episode 95 this week. You'll, pro- we come you'll probably catch up. We only do like two of these a year now. We we're we're trying to keep them weekly, but it's getting more difficult. Mm. Um, when you're we, when you're me and you're trying to balance a, a forty hour a week job, a girlfriend, a writing gig on a big geek website, and a whole podcasting network, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I only I only have the well, the job varies from week to week because I'm freelance, so it's that's pretty good. No, it kind of sucks. Oh. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, damn, I don't get to work today. Oh. oh. And then it's like, hooray, I get to work today. It's 18 hours. Oh. Okay, now I feel for you. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it's fine. Other than that, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, uh, but let, let's go oh, back go to Rick and Morty. Yes, okay. let's go back to that. No, no more podcasting talk. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I am really impressed with the show, and the more I watch of it, the more I enjoy it. The more I watch the show, the more I notice. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of just references to actual science and, of course, science fiction. And the thing that, that I, I see a lot on Tumblr that catches people off guard is the emotional depth to the show, because it's, it's not a family guy type of show, or just like, the, there's not really much going on here underneath mm-hmm. the surface. Mm. There's, there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I think everybody remembers uh, is slight spoilers. Hmm. The uh, the one where Rick and Morty uh, go up to the giant's land, and Morty is in charge of the adventure now, and he gets followed into the bathroom by a grapefruit, like king grapefruit, like something that looks like out of something out of Adventure Time, oh, and and ends up trying to uh, rape him. Doesn't succeed. Morty beats the shit out of him, uh, and it's it's just like a not funny scene at all. Like it's mm-hmm. and even Justin s- said uh, later on that it was like not supposed to be funny, that it was supposed to be taken seriously, <laughs> which is weird when it's like King Grapefruit or something. But you, it worked. Mm. We were, mm-hmm. we were trying to get Justin on here uh, at the beginning of the year, but unfortunately plans f- fell through for that. He he's a daytime guy. Yeah, but uh, we would have loved to have had him. Uh, but yeah, I've only seen like three episodes. I think my favorite one has to be the uh, Inception episode. Oh, the Inception episode's really funny. You don't know me. <laughs> I like the line about Inception where it's just like you don't have to pre- you don't have to pretend to think it makes sense or whatever. Like Rick just telling Morty off, like I understood it. You don't have to try to impress me, Morty. <laughs> The best was they they go into like five different inceptions, yeah, and, and then like because they showed the uh, first half of that episode at New York Comic Con, and they got to the part the part where the uh, they're in the boiler room and 
and the little girls there, and I just thought to myself, oh my god, are they really going to parody Nightmare on Elm Street? Yep. It was so brilliant. Well, I mean, the show just, there's just so many references to it and so much depth that it's just like, how can you not like this show? Uh, and it's, it, I hate to bring it back to Space Dandy, but yeah, it's it's pretty much like Space Dandy, where it's just like all these references to really obscure things, can you catch them all, is kind of half fun. Um, but yeah, that's damn it. Adult Swim do a space Danny Rick and Morty hour. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. That that would be cool. If they if they did like a whole like night of like space themed shows, like do Space Dandy, do Rick and Morty, do Space Ghost. Hell, do some Brack show. Yeah, why not? Have a cool little marathon like that. We also we also have Space Dandy season two coming in July, so that's we're really looking forward to that. Um, have they said I, anything more about Kickheart? Because I enjoyed that. Kickheart was just a short film. It's out. Oh, uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it was just a short film that um, that production IG wanted to do, and they actually turned to the United States for Kickstarter funds because oh. there's no such thing in Japan, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to help us make this movie?" And they did, and uh, they actually got my my friend Richard Epcar, who's the voice of Bato on Ghost in the Shell, and main character actually and director of Kick Heart, the English dub. I believe I met him once. Yeah, he's a really really nice guy. Um, he's he was also in Robotech. He played Ben Dixon. Hmm. You guys all remember that from the old school generation. Old Robotech. Old Robotech or Macross, if you want to be a snobby anime fan. <laughs> uh, but he. Uh, Production IG contacted him and was like, hey, look, we're doing this Kickstarter. Um, if we raise enough funds, we can probably pay for the dub as well. Do you want to write and direct it? And his studio accepted it. And there's actually two English dubs of it where like, they brought fans who donated to the Kickstarter. There was like a certain perk. Huh. Um, so they would come to the ki- – so they got to go to Epcar's personal studio, uh, Epcar Entertainment, and actually record the, the dub. Wow. And then they recorded – a one with professional actors and people who are actually in the dub, like Richard Epgar is actually in that one, and that's the one that aired on Toonami. Hmm. So it's pretty cool. The Blu-ray came out in Japan, and it's fully compatible with United States equipment, so you can go buy that, and oh, it's wow. stupidly expensive. I was, but I, I was going to say, it's probably like 40 bucks and a candy. Yeah. It comes with a poster. Um, but there's no intention of making more, because at the end it says, see you next time. Um, well, I... It says see you next time, but that's just Japan being Japan. Oh. I'm pretty sure they're not going to do any more. I mean, Production IG might do something else with it, but I think, um, I don't know, it's kind of done. I have the Blu-ray. It's really nice, by the way. It comes with um, actually one of the other shorts by the director, and his name escapes me at the moment. Um, but American it com- guy? No, 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 no. He's, he's Japanese. Oh. And the sh- if I'm not mistaken, Titmouse had a little hand in this too, didn't they? Um, I believe they had a little bit of a hand, but Production IG does a lot of stuff in-house, and his name is Masaki Yuasa. Yuasa-san directed another little short, and it's on the Blu-ray. It's actually on the DVD. Sorry, not on the Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray-DVD combo. Cool. I thought thought it was uh, really nicely done. I think Trish would like it, too. Which one? It's called Kick Heart. Heart. It's it's like a little uh, anime short that they did for Adult Swim. It, it does not look like anime. It kind of actually looks like something out of liquid television. I was I was thinking, oh, Canada, actually. <laughs> and it's it's this little twelve minute short. Um, it is in English, as you know. You can go. I guess you can go get the Blu-ray from AnimeJungle.net. Free plug for those guys, I guess. Yeah. But um, it's expensive. I don't know if it's online. I don't think it's online. I haven't checked. The yeah, Blu-ray kind of. Well, killed my desire to go see it online well i th- i think that's a moot point anyway because I-, I try not to pirate adult swim stuff especially after i, <laughs> I got caught by dino stamatopoulos that one time oh have you told the story on the air before uh i might have i could tell it again i don't remember <laughs> i have not heard this uh when the moral oral special came out um a friend of mine was like, "Oh, I saw them. I saw that there was a moral oral special, and 
it's uh, I don't have cable and yada yada. That and at that point, Adult Swim had locked up all their uh, premium content. Like basically, you had to have a cable uh, subscription in order to view anything. Right. So I just said, let me. You know, I I met I posted back them on Facebook. I'm like, why don't you just torrent it? So the next thing Dino uh, messages back, because I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he says, oh, you should just buy it on iTunes. So then I just replied back, oh, yeah, right, it's on iTunes. What's to- what's a torrent? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm, I I work in the media industry, too, so I, I know how that feels. Mm. <laughs> I hate being that guy where you have to be like, alright, please don't pirate stuff. Mm. But you kind of have to once in a while. Yeah, especially when they were being dicks about locking up all their stuff like that. Like, I, I like how they, they run their content now where it's pretty much free if you have internet. Well, it's free if you have cable. Um, and and a lot of their stuff is on iTunes, like Megasexilar is on iTunes, which we just did a just did a big old episode with those guys, uh, Chris Paranowski, Ed, Edward Artinian, mm. and Jody Schaefer, and Chris, uh, or sorry, and George Christick. So all the creators of the show got to come on our show and got really drunk. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I could have told you that one. I think uh, when I interviewed Chris Prynoski at New York Comic Con a couple of years ago at Titmouse, uh, he was uh, just nursing a hangover. <laughs> he, Those guys, when they got together, because we told them to, to be in one room. Because originally they weren't sure if they were going to do it on separate computers. We told them to be on one room so they would not talk over each other. Mm-hmm. We quickly learned that was a moot point because they were talking over each other. Oh, God. But it's still a great episode. Like, I would totally recommend it, especially if you want to know a lot about Megas and animation right. and how Twi- Tim Mouse got started. Right. Yeah, that, a lot of knowledge and information going through Tim Mouse. They, they also worked on um, Redline, which I learned the other like when I when I interviewed Chris for the first time, they worked on this um, other anime that I think a lot of Adult Swim fans would love, and I hope it airs on Toonami one day. Mm-hmm. It's this movie called Redline, and it it is it took like seven years to finish, and you can tell because the animation is just so fluid. Oh wow! So uh, I highly recommend that, picking up that one if you're especially if you're an Adult Swim fan. I feel like the sense of humor in that film would would play a lot very well with Adult Swim fans. Hmm. You know, I'm looking at Adult Swim's website now. They have like a little feature now on the front page where you can watch uh, live stuff. Not, not live, but they stream a lot of their content now. Yeah. Like they're having a check it out with Steve Brill marathon. Below that, they have a, a telephone number you can call. Chat with AS. Put nice words in our ear holes. Yeah, what's up with that number? I don't know. We should call it. You want to? I can do it from here. Let's do okay. It. <laughs> let's let's try an experiment, shall we? We haven't been doing that for seven years. All right. So if I remember how to make a call on the Skype thingy, because you know I haven't done it since like December. I think was our last interview. We're all gonna wait very quietly until he makes this phone call. Yeah. It's it's not a private number, so I'm going to say it out loud. Seven zero eight seven nine four six three eight six. I would hope it's not a private number. It's on their website's front yeah. page. <laughs> and let's see if it call if we call it. It's seven zero eight. Get your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Swimcast. Be sad if it was someone's private number. Who did adult swim this off? Thank you for calling Adult Swim. Feel free to unload. We are recording this phone call, and the recording may be used without further notice, permission, or compensation on television and digital media. By leaving a message, you consent to these and any other legally permissible usages. You may speak now. Hello, Adult Swim. This is John Galbo in the Swimcast. Uh, We found your number on the Internet, 
and thought, Hi, oh, Adult oh. Swim, I love you. We hey, all, Adult Swim. We all love you. We should all introduce ourselves. Yeah. My well. name is Trish, and I love Rick and Morty and Aqua Teen, and also Xavier and like every other thing you guys play because you're awesome. Uh, my name is Jose Argumento. I'm the host and producer of the Tsunami Faithful podcast, and I run a podcast about your Tsunami blocks, so clearly I do love you. But I also love your comedy stuff like Boondocks and, of course, Rick and Morty and all that stuff. And if you want to do Space Dandy Season 3, that would be cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, and, of course, I love you. I created this thing in 2002. It started off as an Aqua Teen Hunger Force fan site, and it's grown into full-on Adult Swim news and we review your DVDs sometimes when you send them to us and interview famous people and I love every minute of it and I love you know Aqua Teen and Space Ghost and I'm still trying to figure out why you never aired Rejected because that is a funny movie so from all of us here at the Swimcast and even more for the last seven years of doing Swimcast if you didn't know about it we all love you Good night now thanks Bye. All right, that was fun. I I also should have mentioned that our call was being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're back recording them. Mm. This is being recorded, and you won't be compensated for it. I don't get compensated for anything I do except in free DVDs. Damn it. I wanted to ask what was up with Cheyenne Cinnamon, but I forgot the name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're still using the icon on Skype. Hell yeah. Hello. Hello. That was that was a really good short, uh, pilot that never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, the other one that I, I hear a lot about but never came to fruition either was Korgoth, mm. which aired on Toonami, actually. I heard about both of them that they were just a lot of money to produce. Yeah. Mm. That's a shame. More, more than Turner was willing to dole out. What about Neon Gnome? That, well, I guess that got on to Cartoon Network. That became problem solvers for Cartoon Network, and yeah. I don't think it did as well as they thought it would. It didn't, and it should have, because it was a brilliant show. Had they put that on Adult Swim, it would have been picked up for a second season. Probably. Oh, well. I mean, it wasn't any more uh, bad shit insane than Xavier or the Hard She Holler. Mm-hmm. Not much is pretty. Not much more is bad. More bad shouldn't say than the Harchie Holler. I don't know why I couldn't say that sentence. Hot dog. <laughs> not much is more bad shit insane than that. No. Well, at least it's live action. Xavier, you just didn't really understand. Xavier was a weird show. That one. That one. Also, I don't think I ever got into. It, it was very hard to get into. I mean, I just sat there and watched it. Like I, I get into Adult Swim shows pretty easily, but the ones that really stuck out as like I I'm having trouble getting into these. Twelve Outs Mounts is one of them. I could never get into that one. The art style really put me off. Um, I know it was supposed to be like ugly and bad, but it was just like uh, can't dig it. it. It's an acquired taste. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of fans out there that love the show. Bobo included. No. Bobo's probably listening right now, and that's wonderful. I. I no qualms. I, 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 I hate it when fans get offended when, like, oh, I don't like the certain show you like. It's like, dude, who cares? I don't care as long as it finds its audience that it's supposed to find, and that's wonderful. True. Um, and I'm glad that that show does have a good following, because I've been a part of a lot of shows that I'm a big fan of, and they have no following, and then they get canceled. <laughs> Looking at you, IGPX. Mm. Fat guy stuck in internet comes to mind. Yep. So, yep, that's uh, that's pretty much what we're uh, trying to say by that, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was going to go on about what we could expect uh, coming up. I mean, like I said earlier, the upfronts are coming up on the 20th and probably won't be there, but I'm sure something will be released on or around that date. Oh, we're, we're going. We're, we're, we're heading on over. We're, uh, we got our press pass. We're good. Really? No. I, I believe you for a split second. I'm like, wait a minute. I've already played this joke on you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you have. Um, I, I believed you then either. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe we can do that as another episode coming up. I mean, it gives us an excuse to come back uh, earlier than 
three months. Yeah, totally. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, probably we're not going to cover it on the our podcast. So, because we're, I mean, we might cover some of it, but we're not going to cover the whole Kid Caputo. We're just going to cover what's relevant to us for the most part. All right. Well, Jose, thank you for coming on and saving our bacon from uh, not having a third person on this. I mean, actually, we were supposed to have Darrell. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> he's not here? Nope. Oh, I love Darrell. He's so yeah, much fun. Me too. Maybe next time. Uh, absolutely. I'm going to kick his ass, make sure he comes on here next yeah, time. And, and, of course, you're welcome to come on as well. Oh, thank you very much. Because we don't, we don't have any more uh, team members left on our All right. You're, you podcast. can't come on my show, though. I'm sorry. Oh. It's just not happening. I love my show. So, I mean, I, I, you guys are fun, but don't, don't come on my show. Okay. I'm it was joking. very nice meeting you. It was very nice meeting you through Skype as well. You guys are welcome to the show anytime, by the way. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I'm always available. <laughs> if you guys want to talk about Space Dandy, fucking let's do it. We had a whole 13 episodes of a recap. You can come back in July and join us for that if you want. Awesome. Would love so. Jose, plug any endeavors you might have as, All right. as we leave. So uh, podcast.tunamifaithful.com is where you can hear the podcast. We are going to Momocon, and we need your help. So if you would be so kind as to donate to our Indiegogo, because we're trying to get an extra camera, a professional camera, uh, to give you some background. I'm actually a professional editor, and I do a lot of freelance work uh, behind the camera as well as um, behind the computer. So... I, I know what I'm talking about when I when I do this stuff, and I already have one professional camera that I own. Uh, it's currently out for repairs, and I should get that well before Remicon actually happens. Uh, but here's the thing with uh, with the other camera that we used last year, which was a consumer camera, and it's just not very good. And we want to do this better than ever. So we're running a uh, an Indiegogo right now, where you can donate and help us rent a camera in Atlanta. A professional grade camera to help us record our coverage at Momocon. And if you guys have seen our coverage on Adult Swim Central of Otakon and of uh, and of our stuff on TunamiFaithful.com, you guys know that we are we're really good with video. We take our stuff seriously. Mm, really, really good. And we uh, we have an Indiegogo campaign. I'm going to try to find you guys a short link to it uh, that I can share with you all. Cool. And we'll be glad to post that in the show notes as well as the site, adultswimcentral.com. Uh, the swimcast is available, uh, swimcast.adultswimcentral.com. We're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. 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 Hey, Tunes. I sh- I Does anybody try- watch the Kroll show? No. <sighs> Kroll show so good. I gotta catch up on a lot of stuff. Yeah, I gotta catch up on a lot of stuff that is not the Daily Show on Comedy Central. <laughs> but uh, I could mention also, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we are brought to you by the ACPN. It's the podcasting network of champions. I mean, you got the Swimcast, you got Adventure Club podcast, uh, you got Drunk on Disney with Master Shake himself, Dana Snyder. You got. Um, Techies, which I'm recording a new one later. You got uh, Camel Clutch Cinema. You want to find out, you know, in depth about movie wrestlers in different movies. You can listen to that show. We got Idle Chatter, the newest show on the ACPN, uh, which I was just on. <laughs> um, what else have I done for the? <laughs> um, Buncho Junk is one of the shows. The Mike Style Pod Show is on ACPN. It, it's a big podcasting community network, and we're just growing and growing and growing and more fun, more stuff. So check us out. It's theacpn.com. And lastly, if you want to email us, uh, and I am sorry, Bobo, I deleted your email by accident. Uh... <laughs> The email is swimcast at aquateencentral.com. You can ask us questions about Adult Swim. You could send us junk mail. I mean, sometimes we get a kick out of reading about, you know, passioning pancakes or uh, hailing the chief of Belgium. Do you guys ever get actually confused? Do you guys actually ever get emails for, like, ones that are clearly intended for Adult Swim? Yes, all oh, yeah. the time. Um, we actually we got a thank you email for bringing back Toonami last year. 
Oh, we get a lot of those. We get a lot of the tsunami emails. <laughs> we got one. We did a hundredth episode when I when we did our one hundredth episode. Uh, we had an email contest where we said email in your questions and we'll give you a free <gasps> DVD. And then I never got the free DVD as promised. But uh, one of the people was like, "Bring back Death Note at like one a.m." <laughs> <laughs> like obviously thinking we are adults when proper and saying, "Hey, I like I like Death Note. Put it back on at like one a.m." So Trish emails the the guy back, and she's like, here's a link to uh, Death Note on YouTube. Play it at, like, 1 a.m. <laughs> I kind of want to reply to those emails, but I don't out of just self-restraint. It takes a lot of restraint to not reply to a lot of these. It's like, hey, when's this show coming back? And it's like, shut up. <laughs> mm. One time they asked about Slave Carl. Where, when is Slave Carl? It, it, they put it- Oh, Slave Carl. Basically, they were asking about the deleted scenes episode of uh, Aqua Teen, where Carl, Carl is a slave to the Moonanites. I, I told Dave Willis about it, and his response was, uh, Crystal met this rice families. <laughs> but I digress. It's true. It, he, he was doing a public service, really. Right. So anyway, thank you, Jose. As always, thank you, Trish, for joining me on this adventure called Swimcast. Uh, Yay! We'll be back to talk about what we think is coming up for Adult Swim in 20... What year is this? 2014. 2014 and 2015 uh, with the upfronts on the horizon. Until then, I'm John Jay. Good night now. Best birthday ever. Yay. I like my... This has been an Adult Swim Central production. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the...